we created more work for ourselves by introducing this questionnaire, but it was so important for us to stick to our morals of really wanting to be innovative and not get the negative feedback or pushback from other vendors of ever thinking that we ripped off a design. Hi guys, welcome back to Digging Into the Details with Brad and Taylor. What up? Episode number seven, I wow, think. Wow, seven. Wild. Um, so today's topic is all about copying in the wedding industry. And I think this can apply to so many different people um, and scenarios, but we're just wanting to talk a little bit about our experience and just kind of our like thoughts and feelings about it because I feel like this is a common thing that happens often and it might not always be malicious or the person has like ill intent, but right. um, it's just kind of something that happens, but it's also something we want to bring some transparency to and talk about just to, I don't know, I guess give more visibility to it or just also talk about how we make overcome, more awareness how we overcome some of the things and try to do our best not to copy for sure because we're presented with it quite often yeah we're presented with the opportunity to copy pretty pretty consistently through each season mm-hmm. and i feel like just to start it generally happens with inspiration photos that people see on social media or Pinterest and clients come to you with the idea of doing something very similar that they've seen for their wedding. And they might not even think that or feel like they're copying. They're just saying, hey, this is what I see and this is what I want you to do. And that item or product that the client's showing you, somebody else made that. Mm-hmm. Some other small business out there. I mean, let's face it. Most people in the wedding industry are small businesses. Somebody put their blood, sweat, and tears into making that item. Specifically, we're talking about maybe, you know, products in our category, seating charts or signage. But maybe it relates to stationers and you know, calligraphers out there or really anything, but somebody else designed and created that. Mm -hmm. And so for the client to show that to you and say, hey, this is what I want, it's very difficult to then have to go back to your client and say, well, actually, um, I can't do that because I don't want to copy that. And the client, a lot of times, that might be like the first time they're hearing that. They're, They're saying, well, I mean, this is what I want. Right. Why is that not okay? And they're not really understanding the concept of, well, that would be copying. Mm -hmm. Because really in a lot of other industries, it doesn't really happen. Yeah. Like interior design, if you guys are looking through magazines and you're seeing a room beautifully designed, I mean, you could show that to your contractor and say, this is exactly how I want my house. And they'll say, okay, no problem. So I feel like in a lot of other industries... It doesn't really happen to Mm -hmm. the same effect that it happens in the wedding industry where there's so much emotion involved. Yeah. Well, it probably happens, but it's not a big deal. Right. I guess. Or people don't really talk about it. It's not as big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. So it happens. It happens often. And while 
it's not avoidable, you can do your best to not copy. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in so many words. Yeah. You can, you have to do a little bit more work, right? You have to understand what the client sees in that item that they like. And you have to put your own spin on it. Yeah. Which is tough. It's tough when you have a client saying, hey, we want to pay you money for this product. If you just copy it, we're cool with that. Right. And then you got to turn around and say, Ugh, I got to tell them no and I have to do more work. It mm-hmm. sucks. I have to think of something different. Yeah. I mean, social media has really changed everything. I think when it comes to weddings and at first Pinterest was like revolutionary because it allowed couples to you know, allowed them the ability to easily search inspirational imagery. Basically, then at that point, it was like if something was on Pinterest, then now suddenly somebody's wedding was like up for consumption by the masses. Mm -hmm. So now people could take those photos and they actually had a visual to show another vendor and say, hey, this aligns with my design and my taste. Yeah. You know, can you can you make this? Yeah. So while it's inevitable, you know, clients are going to bring you inspiration photos from other companies. I feel like we really wanted to talk to you guys about what we have done to, you know, really work around this issue mm-hmm. and what we implemented in our business so that when clients do bring us inspiration photos or even planners ask us, to create things that they've seen on Pinterest or Instagram. This is, you know, what we've done to hopefully alleviate the issue and never run into the problem of copying somebody else's work. Mm -hmm. Which was introducing our love story questionnaire, which really allowed us to connect with the clients more in a personal way, ask them specific questions that based on their responses, allowed us to create innovative designs that really pushed them out of their comfort zone, allowed us to think out of the box and play into their love story um, because that's not something that can be replicated or right. copied. Everybody has their own unique story, and that's that was our whole goal. That's what we were really trying to tell and portray on the wedding day. Yeah, and it's really important to know that we were getting ahead of it. Mm-hmm. We had understood that the copying issue wasn't going away and we needed to almost create the designs before the client brought designs to us Mm -hmm. and how we wanted to do that was by incorporating the couple's love story into their displays and escorts so if we were able to consume information from their journey Mm -hmm. in their relationship prior to them bringing ideas to us, we could compile things to create designs for them that would ultimately allow us to remove ourselves from looking at these inspiration photos because we were creating the inspiration photos for the client first Mm -hmm. and foremost and building off of our own work. So we knew that we were not copying even from the beginning. Right. And just trying to show the client what was possible instead of you know, them finding something on Pinterest or Instagram or whatever and just copying the design. Yeah. Which, like Brad said before, I mean, it's all like 
that that would honestly be so much easier. (laughs) We created more work for ourselves by introducing this questionnaire, but it was so important for us to stick to our morals and our standards of, you know, really wanting to be innovative and not not get the negative feedback or pushback from other vendors of ever thinking that we ripped off a design or, you know. A lot of times, too, we struggle with things that we create because we're we're fabricating items. These items are generally shapes, and there's only so many shapes out there that you can create. Mm-hmm. So by that, I mean, you know, there's only so many ways you can build a wall. Right. There's only so many shapes you can create a welcome sign in. Mm-hmm. Another, a fellow wedding vendor and I were talking about this issue and she actually brought up to me a great idea and she's like, hey, fonts, shapes, colors, like the IP behind that, like it's not, there's not a ton of it. Like Mm -hmm. they're just out there. But she's like, whenever you run into an issue of like thinking that you are very close to or your items or creations are very similar to somebody else's and you feel like if that person, if that other vendor saw it, they would think that you're copying them. She said, a way around it for me is I always try to create my own original artwork to add to the design. Mm -hmm. So that even if I'm using very similar fonts, colors, and shapes to that other person's design, now if I add my original artwork into it, there's no way it's a copy. Right. Because I genuinely tried to make it different. And I feel like even though we're talking about our love story questionnaire, we're not necessarily saying you have to do that specifically to make it different. But if you just put your own spin on it and create your own original design Mm -hmm. to what is already there, I feel like that's enough to where you can confidently say, I did my best not to copy somebody else's work. Right. Or maybe the the standard build is very similar, but you're changing it up by choosing a different title or encouraging the clients to like, again, pick different elements or choose something else to where it doesn't seem like you're resembling the same build. You're just kind of essentially taking inspiration from the original one, but yeah, you're putting your own spin on it. So I just want to say two things. And one, I actually found an article when I was kind of digging through some um, to find some material for this episode of some other past experiences for the wedding industry, which I don't think I've shared this with you, but it's got a good one liner at the end. Um, So I would say to wrap up on a positive note, I would say that you should know that imitation is the finest form of flattery and just think of it kind of in a positive manner. Um, if someone took something from your wedding day for their own, whether that's vendor to vendor or, you know, maybe you're a bride and you got married and your friend essentially copied something that you did at your wedding and added it to their wedding, you should give yourself some credit because obviously it means that you had something so incredible to the point that another person or another couple wanted to have it part of their celebration as well. Um, so kudos to you and your creativity that's a good point um i had also stumbled across this article by rock and roll bride which i believe is a wedding blog um but i'll just read this here because i think she put it very well so she brought up the fact that obviously you know a lot of times vendors see their 
designs ripped off all the time. So stationers might have their ideas copied by ex-employees. Dress designers see versions of their gowns being sold for $100 by Chinese factories or wedding photographers whose editing style have been copied and pasted. Um, But actually kind of flip your way of thinking that maybe it's not always a terrible thing. So for example, despite what you may think about copying, the trend for weddings has only been perpetuated and in doing so been exceptionally lucrative for many wedding suppliers because of copying. So because people are able to see things on the internet and see a visual that resonates with them that they want to move forward with, it actually helps keep the industry alive for vendors. Yeah, monetarily. That's monetarily, a good point. Um, which I thought was interesting. And then she said, it's irritating to be copied, yes, but the good news for the innovators is that it encourages them to be creative. So it forces them to design something new to stay ahead of the curve, which we talked about. You know, we tried to do that with our own uh, love story questionnaire. Um, but in order to remain at the top of their field, they're always pushing new designs and ideas through with their unique and obvious stamp on it. So that when, not if, because when it's copied, because you know it will be, um, everybody knows that it was their idea first, which I think is great because you do establish a name for yourself. And I think that's always kind of something that even if we've been ripped off in the past by other local, (laughs) yes, we have, um, by other local vendors, at least we know like in our heart that we were the first ones. And then we just kind of hope that other people also know who the original creator was. And that's kind of all that really matters. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, but, and then this is the last line that she said. She said, being copied is frustrating, but I'd rather be the iconic designer shoe, the one that everyone wants to replicate, rather than the cheap Steve Madden version any day. Hmm. So. Good point. Just some food for thought. I don't know. I think those are great points. And ultimately, just... Try your best not to completely rip somebody off. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you've done your best, I think that's good enough. As long as you can go to sleep at night knowing that you didn't totally rip somebody off, Mm -hmm. thumbs up. Good for you. Yep. With that, thanks for listening, guys. Wrap this one up. See ya. See you next time. (laughs) 